Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoy it. But first, I want to ask you a question. Are you someone who has high upside potential in your business and yet sometimes that goal is just hard to get to and maybe the only way you've seen to get to it is just to make more calls, you know, work harder? Well, if you're fed up with using old strategies to solve new problems, then I might have a solution. It's my five-day million-dollar seller challenge. We meet one hour a day in a coaching intensive where I will teach you five moves that you can make to scale your results without working harder. To learn more, click the link in the show notes or go to milliondollarsellerchallenge.com. Hey everybody, Bill Kasky, back at the Bill Kasky Podcast. Glad you're here. You know, uh, I work with a lot of sales teams and sales organizations, and um, people ask me to come in and they say, hey, look, work with our team. Uh, we need help. We're not closing enough deals. You know, what, what the, whatever the standard problems are in sales. And once what I tend to do is when I go in, I've just had this happen with a, with a brand new uh, client, I just started working with about a month ago, and I think they're listeners to the podcast, so they probably know who they are. I look at what are their assets as an organization, and you should look at this too. What are your assets? What are all the things that uh, that you have either in your possession or that you know, knowledge? It could be things like knowledge asset, experience, case, testim- uh, case studies, testimonials. And I think one of the assets that we don't use enough of is our current clients, And I have witnessed over the years so many organizations who say to me, we want to grow our business. We've got this market out here that that doesn't know us. And how do we become known in the market? And when I start to ask around and sniff around a little bit about, well, who are your current clients? How many clients do you have? I get get numbers like, well, we got 700 clients or one of my famous ones I've talked about on the podcast. I've got 3000 clients in the state of the state that I'm working in. And, uh, and I want new clients. I want new logos. It's a big thing, big thing in the tech business, new logos. And I always feel like, well, wait a minute, you're going out to somebody who doesn't know you and trying to, quote unquote, get them to do business with you and, and try to find prospects out there. When you have so much, so many assets that you own or possess or have access to in your client base, why aren't we using that? Why do we persist on going outside of, of, it's almost like the expert, the only experts, the guy or lady from 60 miles away. We couldn't have any experts in our town. What can our town tell us? We have to go outside to get experts. And I think it's the same thing here. Uh, there was a book written by Russell Cromwell called Diamonds, uh, what was it called? The Diamonds in the Rough or uh, Backyard Diamonds. Diamonds are a girl's best friend. No, that wasn't him. That was a song. Um, I don't know. It was about it was about how diamonds can be right in our backyard, and yet we're always going out somewhere else trying to bring in loads of diamonds. It's like, wait, wait a minute, why are we doing that? So I think it's the same thing with business development and referrals. And so I want to talk today a little bit about this notion of why don't we get referrals? Why is it so damned hard to get our people? If you are a VP of sales, or for us, I and I admit, I and mean, this is I'm looking in the mirror here on this one. This is really difficult for me, and I've I've got to have some kind of system, systematic way to do it. And if I don't, then I won't ask. So let's talk about this whole idea of referrals, and let's look at our current clients though first as assets. These are assets. These are people who like us, who have paid us, who we've helped, 
And so just like we're an asset for them, and by, by the way, I think you are an asset for your clients. Your clients are assets for you. So this is not about them up here, us down there, and them up here. It's not about that. It's about a coexistence and a co-creation of assets. So let's talk about how to do this the right way. Number one, I believe that, um, that the, the best way to generate referrals is to see it as an organic process, not see it as something that you go do to somebody. I remember uh, <laughs> I, was, I just got in the business about, I don't know, a thousand years ago, and I was taught this technique for getting referrals, and I'm not a, I'm not a believer in technique and manipulation. I just, I just don't think it needs to be that way. I think it's got to come from your heart or, or not at all. But it was this technique where you would have the prospect or client, in this case, draw a circle and put spokes on around the circle. And the first question was, who do you in your life look up to? Who do you look up to and really revere? And I'll never forget this guy uh, was a was a Catholic uh, person and uh, and he revered. I don't know, it was like the Notre Dame president or something. It was somebody that was revered in the Catholic community and, and just he just almost wept. He almost cried when he talked about how, what an important man he was to him and he met him once and blah, blah. So then the technique was, okay, now you've, you've got them opened up emotionally. Now you've got them feeling warm inside. Now it's time to launch into, okay, who do you, who do you know in your database that might look up to you? I think that was the connection. And and, uh, and because of that, they might uh, be willing to meet with me. You might introduce them to me and, and somebody that I can bring value to, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, it was probably about as clunky as that. And it didn't work. And he looked at me and he said, so this was all, this was all a technique. I said, well, you know, it's a tool. I made up something. It's a tool. He said, well, I don't like it. I don't like the tool. Because you got me thinking about my admiration for a man who meant a lot to me, and then you switched it up, and you want something from me. And he said, I, I just don't feel good about that. And I never used it again. And I didn't use it again because I didn't believe it in the first place. It felt like it was, it was a little tricky. And so I don't like tricks like that. I don't think you need to learn tricks. And frankly, we don't, we don't use the tricks because most companies I go into have no referral strategy at all. I think you need a strategy. A strategy does not mean tricks. So the first thing I think you have to do is make it organic. Don't make it something you go do to somebody. Just have an organic strategy. Have something that exists all the time. Maybe it's a webinar that you run every month where you can tell your current clients, hey, look, if you know someone who might be interested in, in the value similar to what we've done for you, would you mind inviting them to a webinar? I mean, let, let them invite some people. Uh, put them in the spotlight and have them be the person that, that invites people to that. I think that's a whole lot more organic than trying to trick somebody with some kind of an exercise on a piece of paper. So can you make your referral process organic? event driven? Is there any way your people could invite their friends, colleagues, associates to an event where they, maybe you speak at that event. Maybe it's a, a hosted event where you're actually doing an event and you're inviting 
your clients and having them bring two or three people. I've got a friend of mine in the financial planning business. He used to do that all the time. It was That was all he did for prospecting. Once a year, he had an event around the holidays and it was a big dinner. He spent, I don't know, five, 10 grand on it, but that was his marketing for the year. All his clients would bring other people. They'd have fun. He had comedians up there. He had music and he ended up generating a lot of business from that one event every year. And so I like the idea of making it organic. I think if it's something organic, then then you want to invite people to it. Number two, I say give a give a gift, and maybe that gift is the night out dinner, like my financial planning friend. Uh, but maybe it's a gift of uh, maybe it's a book, maybe it's something you've written, something you've produced. Maybe it's a little video series. I've got a client who has an instructional video series. It's a three-part series, and it's very specific in a technical business. And he has it up for free, but then he has his clients refer people to take the course. And it's, it's a very simple course, and he generates a lot of goodwill. I don't know how much business he generates from it, but I know that he gets a lot of emails from people who say, hey, that was really good. Would you like to talk? I don't have a running tally of all my clients and how much business they've written from these things. But it's a brand builder. It's a reputation builder. That's just one example. Think about what can you package and give as a gift to your client and to people who they know who they might refer you. A booklet, a white paper. I don't know, a white paper doesn't sound like a very nice gift, does it? But something that you can wrap up and send and something that's that's useful for them. So that's number two is Instead of asking them for something like a name, be able to give them something. And the third thing is uh, have no expectation. And I think I think part of the problem with referrals is we we go out and we're asking and we we kind of know they know people and then we ask and and nothing happens and then we start to get frustrated because our expectation was up here. I'd say have no expectation. Uh, it's, it's almost you have to ask for referrals, almost like a courtesy to them, like you're obligated to ask for them because you know how much value you bring as an organization and as, as a sales professional. And you want to share that value with friends of theirs and colleagues and associates of theirs. You have to switch your mind. So it's not just something you're trying to get from somebody. It's you've got you've got a message to spread. You've got value to spread. And some of these things may seem very etheric, but I, I do think that it's all mindset. The reason we don't ask for referral has nothing to do with we don't know how. We just don't do it because we feel weird about it. So you can you can argue with me on that and say, well, no, in, in our business, it's different. You know, we don't have now every business. People know people. People get things done. You need introductions to people, people who, you know, have those relationships. You want those introductions. It's as simple as that. We know it all works. The question is, why don't we do it? And I think it's mindset. The fourth and, and kind of a bonus area here of why we don't generate enough referrals. I don't think we have an easy way into the conversation. I think it's clunky. You know, so you've had a you've had a great call and you've talked about a project that's on the mind of the viewers and prospects and let's say you're in the you know, the closing throws of the sales process and everything's going well and you just finish a meeting and now before you leave you feel like uh, I want to ask them for a referral or an introduction or I want to pose a question or whatever. It's, it's just clunky. It's just clunky. So you've got to find a way to make it less clunky. If it's less clunky, you will be more likely to, how many times can I say clunky? 
in three sentences, probably nine times is my record. I'm going for it here. You've got to find a way to elegantly get into that conversation. And I've always liked the the language of look. I'm I'm. It's no secret that we would love to grow our business. We appreciate the work that you've done with us and that we've done with you, and we we value and revere this relationship. We're looking for more people like you to help. Uh, if you are so inclined and and would like to introduce any of your friends or colleagues to us, we would be uh, grateful for that. We've made it easy. I've got a web page that has uh, some documentation on it or a page or a book or something on it. And if you uh, would take the time to share this with your people and then they can, I'll leave it up to them. If they want to talk to me, that's great. I'm not going to be chasing people. That's not my nature. Something like that. So now you have teed up that, look, I'm not, I'm not desperate for people. And you're not. You should never be desperate. If you're desperate for referrals, then your lead generation on the front end is not very good. And we'll talk about that in a subsequent podcast. Is how many how many lead generation um, sources do you have right now? Referrals should be one, but it should be a big one. In fact, I'd say if you know, a lot of times companies will say, "Oh, seventy percent of our clients come from referrals. We need a lot more new business." Well. Are you generating any referrals by a strategy or are you just letting them come in? And that's what this podcast is all about. We'll talk about lead generation later. But you need to look at referrals as a major part of your lead generation strategy. And if you can't ask them because you don't have the words or don't have the skill or don't have the attitude and the mindset, then you need to shift that. Hope that's helped. Go to BillCaskey.com. Lots of good stuff there. I'm going to be starting up, uh, spinning up a high achiever group program. If you earn 150 to 200 grand a year or more, and you feel a little lonely out there in the market, you don't have a place to come to really sharpen your skills and reinvigorate your business and and latch on to other people who want the same kinds of things for themselves. That's what the High Achiever Mentoring Program is. If you want to know more, go to the very top of BillCaskey.com. There's a little, we tried to make that banner as thin as we could, and we got it done. And you just uh, pop your name in a wait list, and we'll make sure you know when the next program begins. All right, see you. Bye.